All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hey, Kay, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. You know this guy is uh, to my uh, to my left? Huh. I think so. I think I watched one of those. I think so, but I don't know. <laughs> that mean? Dave from the, no, that's uh, Dave from oh. the west side. Oh. Yeah, I'm on your, uh, yeah. I'm on your right. However, it is. Yeah. But that's I don't Dave, any... and you got Mike on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Mailman yeah. Mike Chong. Yeah, I, I don't post any videos about postal or anything, actually, but yeah. Me <laughs> too. Yeah. So, and then Mike. Those two guys are carriers. Mm -hmm. I'm just the middleman. I, yeah. I really don't have a job. Yeah. He does. He de he delivers the job, so we have to finish. Yeah. We have to finish the job. <laughs> yeah, our job relies on you, Jay. The mail wouldn't move if it weren't for you. No, 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 no. Actually, AK, tell us what do you do? Uh, I'm a mail handler assistant right now. Former PSC clerk at a former station. Ooh, so you know oh, both wow. sides. Wow. So so let's let's hear it. Let's hear what you do. Talk to us. Okay, uh, I work at the plant. I actually work at a particular machine. The, um, the apps, automatic, I think it's like package processing system. Okay. So that's where I work with, which um, I'm tour to. And we usually run bundles. So we do the magazines, the flats. So what, it's, are, what is a tour? We're talking to people that don't know nothing uh, about tour the Tour two is pretty much first shift. First shift, okay. day shift, 6 a.m. to 2.30. Oh, you got the lovely shift. Yeah, it's temporary, but yes. Yes, I do. Bank <laughs> banker hours. <laughs> yes. Office. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be sad when I go regular and that'll change. All right, so how long you been with the post office? Uh, it was about six months. I've been with um, at the plant. I was at the station for about two years. I'd never made regular there, but uh, I left the station because I wasn't getting enough hours as a, a mail processing clerk. So I went in at 3.30 in the morning, separated all the mail. Distribution clerk. Yes. And separated all the mail. And I usually was off about like nine or 10, which is great until you realize, okay, yes, this is not enough hours that's covering bills and mortgage so i ended up leaving that one because there was no uh plant jobs at the time and i just kept reapplying until a plant job showed up and i wanted a particular plant so i actually waited until that plant showed up if you would have gotten enough hours as a clerk would you have stayed did you do you like that job better than the one that you have now I actually like what I do now better than what I was doing there. Oh, wow. Hmm. wow. It's strange. I don't miss it. Actually, um, even if I make regular here, which I, it looks like I'm going to be making it pretty soon and a lot faster. I'm actually kind of like, at first I was like, man, do I regret this? Cause my friend is still there and she's now a regular, but she was, um, she was distribution, but she also was window. I wasn't trained for window. But I actually feel a little bit better where I'm at now. The atmosphere is a lot nicer. The people are very 
most of them, actually a lot of them were very nice and very welcoming, good mornings, and they're very helpful and they explain the job. If I don't know something, they'll let me know because you know they're gonna work behind me. Like the area I work in, we there's different stations that we work and after every break, we go to another we go to a different station at the same machine. So we rotate. So they're always going to be working behind somebody. So they're actually more willing to train you so that they're not cleaning up after you afterwards. Curious. You have you have a lot of um, older people that work with you. They're all like well over 30 years in. So that's the good shift. That's mm-hmm. why you got all the older people with you. Yeah, I think um, I'm the youngest in there. And I'm not even like I'm between 30 and 40. And I was the youngest there, but now we have two more managers that joined in. So there's three of us, but the, the whole crew has been there for years. So that's why, probably why they, I've been warned about the next few shifts. I'm like, but it's going to be fine. I just put my headphones on and I just go to work. Okay. okay. So I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's a lot more relaxing of a job than being a clerk too. You probably feel like you're, you're, the the supervisors aren't on you and you don't have to deal with customers or anything like that. I love that part. I didn't really, yeah. have, to, <laughs> didn't really have to deal with them much at the station. I was strictly just there to separate mail, but the atmosphere is completely different. Like, of course, when I got there, yes, I learned there is a hazing phase and that's what I experienced. I wasn't really bothered by it. I am 10 years military i'm veteran so they didn't give me any attitude that i haven't faced before so yeah there was a couple couple carriers that were very rude at first we even we even they said we gotta see if they're gonna drown sink or swim so they were mean on purpose party normally we know they're normally that mean but they were not hiding it within that first year <laughs> for a lot and then the supervisor was something else really something else the postmaster was fine but the supervisor Let, like walking uh which one which part <laughs> well i know mike wants to chime in just because you said military but yeah i was gonna uh, elab- mention that too elaborate on the uh, uh uh supervisor if possible um he i guess there's a lot of i don't know i don't know what goes up above my head but i guess there's a lot of stress he would come in already on already usually in a mood so as soon as he entered the atmosphere completely changed not just with us even the carriers like suddenly you stop talking they talked a little bit less some of them still talked but a lot of times it got pretty quiet um as there was me and one other clerk we would separate them out and suddenly like you would get mad if we talked too much uh we were new so then he would just he'll kind of walk by and say snide remarks and little empty threats like you're moving too fast enough if you don't move fast enough, I'm going to write you up. You guys are late again. Hurry up. And we're like, this is our first month in. We're like, we don't know the routes. And we're asking, we're throwing in. Christmas is, we started on September 1st. So Christmas is coming. So it was, and then Christmas was even more stressful because I think we were still trying to learn routes. And he'll just say something snide, like, you're late again. If you're late one more time, I'll be in. It'll just be like, the trucks are late, but it's our fault that we're late. And we didn't even know there was a cutoff time. <laughs> we were like, you, I was there, he goes, did you scan for distribution? We're just like, which distribution? What? And then he got mad. So you didn't get no training? It was like, 
there was only one, two, three, four other clerks there, and there was no regulars. Like whoever the post postmaster was there before took away the regular position. So we were all just, yeah. And those wow. people had been there for years. So there was no regular clerks there. And we the training we kind of got was pretty much right on the job. Like the main guy came in at the same time we came in 3:30, showed us how to do a couple scans, how to scan the stuff, and gave us a big old package of here's all the routes memorize it okay and we had the hand scanner because it's a small post office so we don't have the big one i never saw that one until i ended up having to go to a different location for amazon and that's a whole different ball game <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that's all it was and then i think we had him for about two three weeks of him coming in that our time and then he went back to his regular time and i was going in by myself and i was like oh crap now i gotta remember certain things and no they didn't really, they trained us on some things, but not a lot of things. Like we didn't know that there's distribution need to be scanned. We didn't know for, I don't know how long, there was even a time we're supposed to be done separating mail, which we found out it was 8 a.m. We're just like, oh, but we're getting yelled at. But we don't know these things until we're being yelled at. Like, did you scan distribution? Uh, it's like, you're supposed to be done by eight. And we're just like, well, we never knew that. We just knew, we just moved the faster we can, learned the routes as fast as we could. While everybody's being like, oh, this box is too heavy. Why would, you, why would you just drop it in the hamper like this? I was like, okay. It was uh, it was stressful. And then, of course, we're on 90 days, so we're biting our tongues. All we're told is, bite your tongues. After 90 days, bite your tongues. Don't say nothing. I was like, okay. After those 90 days, though. And then once they, I think once they realized we made it past Christmas and we waited for the year, they actually started to get a little bit nicer. After we survived, I guess the first year in Christmas, because I think on Christmas I had to go in at midnight. Wow. For Amazon, because um, at some point Amazon stopped delivering in our area, so it came all to our post office. Yeah, they, they something happened about Amazon not too long ago. They were supposed to get rid of them, and then they brought them back or something. Yeah. Same thing that was supposed to happen with FedEx and UPS. I think before I left there, I think FedEx did kind of stop, but they didn't. They just got less and less to the point they're supposed to stop. I don't know if they actually ever did. Those but... guys would know. Yeah. <laughs> Carriers. Carriers. Yeah. Still and... deliver some packages from them, guys? Uh, on my end, um, Amazon stopped a little over a year ago. Uh, and I had a little, very little experience with Amazon Fresh. I don't know if you ever experienced it, Mike, but the only, uh, yeah, Amazon Fresh sucked. It's uh, basically you have to get it uh, delivered before like eight o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning. Even if it's towards oh. the end of your route, you have to divert from your route, deliver it and continue back to your uh, wherever you diverted from. But uh, the only experience that we have is... Um, UPS with their when they kick it over at SurePost or uh, I don't I haven't seen anything through FedEx. Uh, I don't think any of the local contractors deal with Amazon uh, in my area, anyways. Um, and then uh, once in a while, Amazon would actually push it through us instead of FedEx, but it's it's pretty much not existent on my end. And I always always see Amazon drivers, and they're always doing so you, flipping u-turns and i just laugh at them <laughs> so you don't deliver any 
You don't deliver any uh, 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 Amazon anymore? Very seldom. It's usually through Surpost from, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm daily. I deliver Amazon daily still. On yeah. the daily. So. I, used to, I used to deliver Amazon too on Sundays now. And then all of a sudden they just phased out. We were supposed to get a contract with a Walmart and Target. I believe Target. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. I haven't seen much much of them actually. So, yeah, I've seen I've seen a lot of Walmart and Target. <laughs> yeah. Did you yeah. sort any um, Walmart and Target? Did yeah, you? that's what I heard. Not separately. I mean, they came in with the regular um, postal. Sometimes they came in with the UPS and stuff, but not like specifically separately. But we did get a lot of them. I used to kind of remember some of their packages. Our main one really was. Amazon because when they stopped delivering in our area all the Amazon came to the post office and I I just can't forget that one because I was mostly working because it affected my hours the most especially around peak season I was going in at midnight because we ended up getting we went from one truck of Amazon to three and we would get 10 11 pallets of Amazon and I'll be by myself for most of the night so I would do 10 other pallets till like 3 a.m then the second truck would come and that would be my two-hour lunch break I didn't want to talk the, that that would irritate me, but they found <laughs> area are you in? Huh? What area oh. are you in? What area? Yeah. What state? I'm in Texas. You're in Texas? Yeah, yeah I'm in DFW. All, all, all my exes live in Texas. The lady that's uh, on block down there, yeah. she, uh, she's in Texas 3. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a carrier out of Houston. Mm-hmm. Or well, I mean, iPhone 3, yeah. I'm like, we're definitely not in lockdown right now. but <laughs> Houston. Like, and I'm in the mm-hmm. Dallas area. I have a question for you, AK. First of all, I just want to say thank you for your service. Which branch were you in? Uh, U.S. Navy. Oh, Navy, okay. Yeah. So you worked a lot with Marines with, with us. Then. I did when I was stationed uh, in Japan. There <laughs> <laughs> we um, go. Did did the military <laughs> help prepare you for the post office? And I do see a lot of military in the post office going for the higher level, going for like the two hundred four B and supervisor. Do you plan on did, did first of all did the military help you prepare for the working at the post office? And do you plan on going? higher level uh i would say it definitely did because one like that's like like i said the hazing there was nothing i was like okay i've already been through this but two <laughs> like the everything else it's almost to me it almost is the same with just a little bit a bit more more freedom it's structured so you know what time to be there you know when your breaks are you know when you're done and then if you want overtime you got overtime it's like it's actually yes it's pretty much really did help a lot because there's a lot of people who aren't used to especially different shifts like I was engineer I think my first three years and then I changed my rate and I was an intel where I stood 24 hour watches they were either 12 hour shifts they went to five hour shifts they they switched a lot to eight hour shifts so I know rotational shifts I know static like static shift which is same time every day I know I know how to work nights. I know to work afternoons. I, I got pretty used to working hours. I actually prefer nights shift more than most of them. I mean, I like days. I love days. But if I had to pick, I already told, I was like, I'm going to tour one, which is shift 
uh, third shift if I had to, when, when that time comes. I prefer night shift. So it did prepare me a lot, especially working weekends, holidays. That's when I went to this job, people were like, you know, you're going to be working. I was like, I already know what's expected. I, I know it's coming. Plus I was at a station. It can't be any worse than I did at the station. But I mean, granted, this is going to be my first peak season at a plant. But at the same time, I'm used to work. And I like actually being busy. I like to be, I like to walk in like, okay, start your job. And I'm working the entire time and I'm out. I don't like it when it slows down. How'd I like to be busy. Huh? How'd your feet hold up? Uh, I just, the station, it was bad. At the plant, thanks to my experience, I have shoes. I have the right shoes. And I wear compression socks every day. Uh, okay. So my feet hold up. Nice. I, I put the money. I told people we write orientation. I was like, spend the money. Because at the station, I learned my lesson. It got bad. And then when I went to the plant, I first thing I did was I bought those shoes before my first day. And then they hurt for about the first week to get used to them. And then someone said something about compression socks. And I was like, oh, I, I went and got, that's what I wear now. Compression socks and those shoes. And my feet don't hurt. Actually, even when I get home, they don't hurt. Nice. My feet hurt all the time and I <laughs> sit all day. I don't <laughs> 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 What would you do? What would you tell somebody that wants to be either a clerk or a mail handler how to prepare? Mm. Well, that's hard. Well, I always tell people, like I have actually tried to get some people in or tell them about first thing I will tell them is like don't expect to have the weekends off. Like just stop. Don't even think that. Don't think you're gonna get the holidays off. Like if you don't mind working any shift because it could go you can go to any shift and if you don't mind working a lot because you're gonna work i was like just prepare yourself that you're gonna work like that that's the main thing that people i feel like really need to get their mindset if you're used to having your weekends you better go ahead and let that go if you're used to having those monday holidays you really need to let that go if you really if you're at a if you're at a station you might be lucky enough to get the holidays because i did get thanksgiving Christmas and New Year's at a station at the plant. I'm not expecting that. And I was told, don't expect that. So if you're going to a plant, just prepare that that's a 24 hour seven manned plant. Stations do close. And then people, then a lot of people like prepare that you might work on Sundays, even at a, at a station. There's like, oh, but there's no mail on Sundays. Like mail don't stop. Because on Sundays, I was going to a different location and we, Sundays is strictly Amazon Sunday. That's what I call it. Because Amazon still delivers. And I told them, if Monday's a holiday, guess what? It's Amazon Monday. So you're still working. I've worked, I think, my first two years. I think I only got me one year. I think I got two Mondays off. And there's a, that's how I found out there were six in a year. I was like, dang, I'm sure I'm working a lot of Mondays. And that's <laughs> the station. And I know now at the plant, as soon as it's a Monday holiday, it's automatically a six-day work week. So I was like, okay, I understand. So to prepare them for that, if they don't mind that, Yes. If you have kids, I suggest, I suggest, like I, I told my sister, like, I think she could do it. But I was like, but you have a younger daughter in school. It's like, this is not the place for you to go. So I will be honest. I was like, if you have kids and they're young and you probably want to be in a life, like, this is probably not the right way. But if there is a way, just figure out daycare, figure out your hours. Cause it's like, you have to be available all the time. Most of the time, like most of the time, most of the time, your time is set. 
but at the same time they can say come in two hours early or stay two hours late like like i said they got an hour before you get off to say overtime and they'll say two hours overtime or four hours overtime and you gotta be prepared that okay you might not be getting off for another four hours as long as you're prepared and then you gotta also know if it's mandatory then you're automatically staying if you're mha or psc you're automatically staying you know the regulars get the option if it's six days a week or six days a week because my first month they were already doing mandatory 10 hours, six days a week. So our first month, we were getting 60 hours a day, 60 hours a week, just on my Ooh. first hiring, which is funny. Oh, so I tell God. people at the plant, don't believe what they say at the orientation. They say you're not a regular. You're not guaranteed eight hours. They're going to tell you that you only need to be there for four or six. I have not worked less than eight hours since I've been there. <laughs> so they tell you that. Maybe at a station, you might not get it. But at the plant I'm at, I have not worked less than eight. I don't care. We, we went on a Monday. I think it was like Memorial Day. We ran out of mail in three hours. We didn't get to go home early. We just, they just sent you somewhere else. And we, like the whole plant ran out of mail. Like we all got sent to the same spot as every other area ran out of mail. No one went home early. And if they did, who would go home early would be the regulars because they were mandated to work that day. So they just kind of gave us busy work yeah, for, and so more mail came in especially for um, the shift that I work because most of the mail work I think we're like the cleanup crew we kind of clean up the plant a little bit work a little bit of mail the busiest time is obviously more in the evenings so we run out of mail a lot especially on Sundays so, so with working all with working all those hours starting out you make a lot of money if you're if you're you're making like 60 hours a week and yeah. you have all this forced over to earn uh, forced overtime and working four hours after your shift, you're making a lot of money then, right? And that's that's what I tell people. It's like you're gonna make money here. It's like you're gonna work, but you're gonna make money here. And then when you make regular, it's like it gets a little bit like I haven't experienced it, but I hear about it and I'm preparing myself. Like I mean, um, like I think what you asked me where I'm gonna go. I don't know. Where, I used to know. I used to want to go in the corporate side. That was at the station. I was like, I kind of want to get in the corporate side. But once I got to the plant and learned. A bunch of other jobs. I kind of want to go mechanics because I was a former engineer. I want to go in the mechanic side. I've already actually taken the custodial test. So, and I have a guy at work. He said, I'll let you know when there's positions open. But that's where I want to go is I definitely want to go in, in the maintenance end because I used to be like, I want to go on the corporate side. And I was like, I want to go corporate side. And then once I learned about the maintenance and I realized custodian and maintenance are the same. And there's, um, a guy, he's a union steward, but he's not mine. He used to be, but they gave him an area this week. He would tell us everything we need to know. He was the only person I went to because he would actually tell you the truth and what the supervisors can and can't do, that they try to get over your head because you're new. And he was the one who got one of the guys to sit down. He's like, you want to go maintenance? It's like, he's the guy you want to talk to. I was like, okay. So that's where I know I want to go. So I'm going to head to maintenance. You're going to get lazy. You're going to get lazy. I <laughs> you know those maintenance people be lazy. Yeah. Don't lie. You don't see that. You hear I it on, on the loudspeaker. <laughs> maintenance, can we get somebody, a mechanic over to robot too? They so, go over there, they walk at a slow pace. They look at it. Yep, it's broken. <laughs> I feel like I, I hope that. Oh gosh. So once you're done. So once you're done going maintenance, all you need left to go to is, is carrier, like me and Dave. Mm -hmm. So after you go maintenance, just go to being a, a city carrier. <laughs> a rural. 
<laughs> Preferably uh, city. <laughs> uh, oh, Regal Main is. I, I'm waiting to see first how it goes when I go regular on MHA. If I go uh, mail handler, what it is. Because if I get to stay in the area that I'm at, I'll probably be fine right there and just move up somewhere. Uh, maybe I'll learn more other positions because I do like to be kept busy. There's mm-hmm. like flat prep is an area I cannot stand being at. Like I can't. It's you're standing there. And I was like, I can't do that. I like to be busy and moving because if I slow down, I'm going to fall asleep. Because You know, it's early morning. I live about 40 minutes away. So I'm, I'm waking up at four. To be there by 40 seven. minutes away. You drive 40 minutes. It's the closest plant to me. too. There's three plants and that's the closest one. So, so we know you're not young because no young kids drive more than 15 minutes to work. <laughs> oh, no, yep, I'm, I'm between about 30, I'm between 30 and 40. <laughs> there it is. There it is. But here's the real question. What company are you going to go with when you leave the post office? I actually looking at in um, other federal jobs. Cause once I, I learned when I was there that you can go from federal to federal. And I was like, oh, well this just changed a lot of things. Cause they don't tell you that. They know that you could, they say you can move around the post office but what they don't tell people is you can go from federal government job to a different federal government job. And I know this is party weird for most people but I really like weather and I'm looking at the National Weather Service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that just blew that just blew me away. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I know a lot of people go to Mint. Um, FBI is an option, but I don't know about to do FBI though. It used to be an option I wanted to go to before, but it's still a background. It's not completely ruled out. But um, I know there's a Mint in San Francisco. Is there one in Texas? It's no. Fort Worth. Oh, oh, that's right. Duh. <laughs> Forgot about Fort Worth. Ah. You do realize that there is no other place that pays you the same as the post office, though. Our scales, our, um, like, you're a male handler right now, but mm-hmm. as a clerk, you didn't get to experience it. But with the V time and uh, the Sunday premium pays and uh, you're, you're the, the night differentials they they don't do that with um 95 of the other federal jobs where you know sunday premium is 25 percent more of your pay rate so if you were making but ten dollars an hour 25 percent of that is another 250 uh and that would be 1250 and i'm just saying that as, yeah. as thing. and you can actually make two days of federal of federal pay of sunday premium were you aware of that not the two days i am aware of the sunday premium I, and i can't tell you how long i worked every sunday before i even learned about the sunday premium and i actually so know i think i saw it on your video that's how i learned about it and then i asked about it at work so if you I start on saturday at 7 p.m and get off at 3 30 a.m sunday and you, you can paid all eight hours oh for Sunday and yeah. then you come back at Sunday evening from 7 to 3.30 you get Sunday premium so you'd have two days at a higher pay rate that's if you uh, um, when you become regular uh, 
the V time doesn't apply to your craft, but I believe your craft has an unlimited amount of overtime. Yes, which I like that part a lot. Because I remember uh, I remember I was PSD at the station. They did bring back the regular position. So those clerks that were there did make regular that following year. So like I'm, when I started in 2019, January 2020, they made regular. And that's when one of the clerks, I do learn that some of them are little, little you'll learn some people, you'll meet some people. And she made sure that Christmas we did not get overtime now that she made regular. So yes, that's why I'm kind of glad I'm like, I'm, I don't regret leaving the station to for the plant. I actually do like the plant more and seeing that in the plant, understanding how it ends at the station. Cause I remember being at the station. I was like, why are there, you know, flats with the packages? Why are there packages with the flats? And now I'm at the plant at the machine that does this. I'm like, well, this makes a lot of sense now. It's like, <laughs> now I understand why they end up being mixed or why they get mixed up. And I was like, now this makes sense. I was like, okay, so it's interesting finally seeing it on the other end and kind of everything ties together. And I'm actually waiting for my friend to get back from his vacation because I'm starting, it's starting to click to me about UPS a little bit because when we do, I think when we do like a first class stage or priority, and we put everything in sacks and it gets separated out between FedEx and UPS. And I remember being at the station and UPS was coming and then we would have a bunch of sacks. And I was like, are you serious? So we do most of the work there too. And I was, just, I was like, <laughs> all they do is deliver the sacks to a station. I was like, oh man. So it's funny at the plant, which is probably why I like it. Cause even, cause I've worked the dock. I love working at the dock. I've worked at the dock area. I've worked at the high speed, which is um, the letters. I've worked at universal low cost, which is the big packages that apps, I work at apps, which does the small packages. And I've even worked at ABBS, which does another, is another small package machine. And then I, so I seeing how mail runs from everywhere and then how it goes, like our mail, the two big packages don't fit in our machine. It gets sent to Universal to get scanned there to get sent somewhere else. And if it's too big, right. we manually walk it. For those oversized packages, we manually walk those. So it's just nice seeing how everything's put together before they get to the station. And I personally like filling up those boxes then emptying them out, <laughs> which is why I like mail handler. My body is not nearly as sore or as in pain as I was a clerk. Mm -hmm. a, lot of the, a lot of the work is done by the machines. So most mm -hmm. of the time I'm not bending over constantly in the wire. I'm not throwing it. We had Amazon, so I'm not picking up heavy packages after heavy packages, pushing it. My body's not nearly as sore or as um as, as aching as I used to be. I used to wake up in the morning like aching, body aching, and then going to the station. It's like, I actually have, I still get sore, but not nearly as much as I did at the station. Like, I don't, I understood why some people didn't go supervisor too. Because uh, they, they, some people went supervisor and then they went supervisor and then they came back to mail handler because they're uh, the pay and the work they expect from you as supervisor. Some of them didn't like it so much and then came back just because what people don't understand is work, but it's actually very easy work. Very easy work. Once you learn the zip codes and knows how to read the zip codes, machines doing most of the work for you. Well, I can't read, so. <laughs> so 
I just drive. Um, we did have one clerk, uh, no, one mail handler assistant who used to be a PSC who actually went back to being PSC. So she is like an automation. And some people almost want to switch because granted, yes, they get paid more. But I was like, I don't want to do what they do. It's like, I'm, I, I don't regret. I love being a mail handler assistant. So I don't think I'll mind being a mail handler. But also when I say that, I'm like, is it too soon? I've only been in six months. Is it too soon? <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was like, you know what? I just go to work. Um, it's very lax. The atmosphere is nice. My, so I know there's not always going to be great things. I haven't experienced other shifts. But if they aren't what I think they are, oh. all I do is I put my music in my head and I, I go to work. So you, so you haven't experienced the uh, going out in the middle of the night, working at the plant, walking out to the to the hotel USPS the parking lot. Not, no, not at <laughs> night yet. I come in in the morning; it's still dark. But I haven't done. A, I have not experienced tour or shift, whether it be for shift two and three. Mm-hmm. yet because uh, I thought we would have started on night shift I actually wanted night shift when I at orientation I asked that was my first choice because it happened to fit my current situation at home is to be okay. getting off in the morning but they actually started making everybody start on tour two shift one because um because it's so slow compared to other hours more people and that shift seems to be more people willing to teach you whereas we heard that if you're in the other shifts, they're so busy, they're like throw you in there and be like, go to work. And you don't really know what you're doing. So that's why they started having everyone that's, so everybody who's been starting lately starts on shift one because everybody in shift one are more willing to teach you. So when you hitch, when you go regular and you end up going to shift two and three, you already have an idea of what you're doing, especially if they move you around because we do get moved around a lot. And thanks, it's kind of great for that because moving around a lot helped me figure out like when I go regular I already know where I want to bid at and where I don't want to bid at so I don't so it was that was part of the benefits of them constantly moving you to a different area and then I would tell people this area isn't bad a lot of the areas aren't bad actually a lot of areas are very easy but the supervisor of that area can make a difference a lot of difference because I used to work at this area called Low Cost Universal, and that's the big right. packages. And the more, whoever was coming off from night shift, he was great. I would I would work at that area with him, but when the afternoon shift came, this woman <laughs> came in like she started off good, but then it just took a switch to a point that I actually would be looking around like, okay, do you need help? Because sometimes they'll say we need help in this area. I would volunteer myself like I'll go there. I'll go there. I'll go there. Like there's, like, there's a lot of areas that people like being at, but what makes a difference is the supervisor in charge of that area could really make the difference if you like being in that area or not. And that could make people quit. Right. I, my right. first thought, my first month there, I was like, if I stay with this person, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make, I was like, this woman, but eventually, and when, and sometimes you'll start seeing it. Like I think um, another supervisor caught it and that's how it ended up in my area. Because of some so so they kind of you will experience that, yeah. Some supervisors will have favorites, and then some supervisors won't have favorites. Sometimes they treat you different. There's one who really treats women different, not in a good way. Yeah. Um, Jay is a, is a supervisor's favorite. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like she, she works in a certain area, and 
way she treats me. And I never had any issues with her. So I'm, I'm good, but I've only worked there like a few times. But I've heard and I experienced that that is an issue, but she really is nice when the guy's there. She doesn't give the guys trouble. And I was like, okay. And then there's the other one. We realized one lady had a lot of issues. Like the one I had to work with, we started to realize her issue was a lot of the black women that she would have be very confrontational towards. And I was, so that's where I was at. And that's why they moved me. They, they said on our first day, if you have any issues, come to us. So we were actually warned about her on the first day having to work with her. And I was, mm. we didn't understand until like later. We're like, okay, now we see, but she's no longer there. Like she's not fired. She's transferred. Yeah, that's the postal cure. Move supervisors to somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it in my that's, video. I said it happens. Yeah. Seriously, though. Yeah. yeah that's, that's how it works. Yeah, but she went with the machine. The machine got moved and she voluntarily mm. left. And we we're all like, well, we're not mad, so <laughs> we're okay. Because um, she was she was a interesting person to work with. But you you'll you'll find out which ones you like to work with. There are certain supervisors you like to work with. There's um got like a new guy, and he's like, the supervisors are always watching me. I'm like, oh, they're gonna watch you. You're within your nine days. Like, yeah, they're gonna watch you. They're gonna see how you work. They want to make sure that you work well. It's like. I've worked in a lot of areas and yeah, they're going to watch you and they really, and they, they, they don't hide it. They're going to watch you. They want to make sure that, that you know, that you're going to work then, but they want to keep you. And so he's kind of where we're just telling like, keep your head down, keep working. And they might say something bad to you because they did say something not like you might be slow in one area, but if someone else says you work good in this area, you know, they can't really fight that. Too much, too much. As long as you do some kind of work, we have seen some uh, interesting things, but not bad yet. I have not experienced horrible yet. Mm-hmm. So, in closing, because we have to wrap this up in a couple seconds, um, military, do you use our insurance or are you covered under the vet name? Uh, I do have. Um, the USPS insurance because I only have right now the VA and the VA would only cover my military um, covered just like injuries or something. Service related. There we go. Yeah. So the VA will only cover my service related stuff. Everything else I, I get through the USPS insurance. What about the time there. that you put in? I am actually going to start buying my time back. I was gonna say, I thought I had to make regular first. I was told I don't, but one of my guys told me to wait because I think it's gonna happen in the next few months because they're gonna take more out of my check. And I guess I would make sure I make more, but um, I, I'm gonna be able to buy my 10 years back. Oh, so what does that mean for somebody that doesn't know like me? So when I get ready to retire and I retire at 20, but I bought my 10 years back, I would retire at 30. So you uh, automatically get an extra 10 years added on so you could retire a little bit earlier than the rest of us? Yes. And Although that, I believe I still have to hit the age, though. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I believe I know the answer to this, but does it add to your seniority or does it add to your annual, when you request for your annual leave and all that? Um, it 
does okay. actually. It's a perk. It, it is a perk. In a way, it, in, in a way it is. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, there was 14 people in my class mm-hmm. that, that um, got hired there. And I was number four. And even though I might have scored, I think I got like a 90, got a 94. But some people got a 90. One person got 99. But I'm higher because I got a five point extra for being a veteran. So my score went up to 99. So out of 14 people, I'm top three. And seniority when we actually, when we come up for regular. So it does help, especially in for bidding for regular positions. So it helps for that, which is very, very useful. That's good. Mike, anything left? Um, nothing that I can think of. How about you, Mr. Day from the West Side? It's the best side. Nothing on my end as well. Yeah, there were, everything was answered to me. Yeah. I have a lot of information, especially from two different crafts. Mm-hmm. Okay, you just, uh, I think this is going to be our last podcast because you, cause you, you <laughs> nothing else to talk about. Thanks. Way to go. I didn't know you were a plethora of information. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Kind of, it was a nice experience, and I knew I know I surprise a lot of people. Even at work, I tell people I was like, I'd rather be an MJ. I, I like what I'm doing better than I was the PSC. Yes, they get eighteen dollars an hour, but you know, sometimes money isn't everything. I actually enjoy what I do right now more than what they do, especially what they do at the plants. Like I don't want to do that. Like my job is easier to be honest. I'm most of the time I'm watching the mail. I'm like I'm just I'm getting paid to watch this mail go across. I'm like okay. <laughs> I get paid to take this sack and just throw it in this thing. I was like, yeah, most of the time I'm just watching it. I might scan it through like the picture I sent you. That's my favorite area to work. It's the semi. It's uh-huh. my favorite spot because I get to, it's, I just put my headphones on and people are like, why are you, like, what are you listening to? I'm like, anything, everything. Just, I'm in my phone. <laughs> like people, okay. I, as as I walk in, my music's in. As soon as I leave, my music's in. It keeps me in my mood the whole day. I'm kind of a little dancing. People, I don't even, I think they got, yeah. Then they got used to me kind of just sitting there dancing. That's why they always were like, what are you listening to? It's like, it's like, that's what keeps my mood up. I was like, I actually like being at the plant more, a lot more right now than where I was at. I'm glad I didn't make regular there because then I would have been stuck there with those, most of the really angry, angry, no offense, carriers. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them were not happy. Really, that's why the atmosphere was so, so I'm happy. Yeah, there was a few that were. There was a very few. That we that's one that we talked about, but there was a lot that weren't. And as soon yeah. as I walked in, you felt it. Yeah. And supervisor was the main one. Like when he was on vacation, it was a whole different atmosphere. Like everybody's talking. Mm-hmm. Everybody. But when he's there, when he's there, it's a whole different feeling. And it's just it's nice to no longer have that. As I didn't realize it was like that until I get to the plant. And you walk in, and I was like, good morning, good morning. I was like, oh, okay, people talk. Okay, this is interesting. And they're so helpful. Because at the station, if I had a heavy box, I, I get it, it's not your craft. But a lot, even the other clerks sometimes, I'd be like, one guy stuttered me, he was a clerk with me. He's like, did you need help? I'm like, it's fine, I already got it there now. But where I'm at the plant, they're automatically like, oh, no, no, don't do that, do that, help. Or help me push wires. I actually had to, got, I had to get used to getting help. I wasn't used to that because we do like uh, a wire full of flats or a box full of flats. 
And I used to pull them out because I used to have to go in at 3.30 and move it myself. So when they started to help me, they go, oh, don't do that. The riding jack, they'll get that. I was like, oh, they'll help me push it. And I was like, I'm not used to getting so much help because it was never really offered at the station. It was very strictly like, okay, that's not my job. I'm not going to help you. Or I had to usually ask, but I don't have it really. So I wasn't really used to getting help with heavy boxes or anything, even team with like we did do it a little bit at the station, but not nearly as much. So it's nice that there's people that will help you a lot more. Like you're never just here. They'll be like, don't do that. It's too heavy for the move. He'll come get it with the riding jack. So they don't want, they really don't want you to get injured. Probably because they need J- you, obviously. JH, <laughs> JH, the truck driver, would see you pushing or pulling. I'd be like, pull with your back, girl. You got that. That's what I would say. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty used to that. Uh, I'm, I do everything with that. I pull with my legs, my legs, my legs. I, like, I think they watch me and I'll be sitting there like almost in a squat trying to move it. It depends on how heavy it is. And if, if I can't move it, I really do stop. And I'm like, okay, no. It's like, look okay. at the riding jack. And I'm actually um, waiting to get my training for the riding jack and forklift. A couple extra cents per hour or something. Yes. A little extra pay, especially if you have public dispatching. So a lot of people don't know that. You get that. You get a little extra pay. Once you get those, most of us, I think we automatically, if you're MJ, you automatically train you. It's just hopefully your supervisor will train, let you go get trained. That's uh, another thing. <laughs> That's hard. Sometimes the supervisor you work with won't really give you the time to go get training, but then complain they don't have enough drivers. So usually how it is. Yeah, I usually wait until um, a certain day where we get a particular supervisor and I went to this person and it's like, oh, and she gets it done. So I'm like, all right, but it's only two days a week. I have two days a week to be like, okay, I need to go get this because she'll get it done. And uh, it's like, it's fun. I don't know. I can't wait to drive. I want to hurry up and drive. AK, we are at our end of our our game here. Will you come visit us again? Oh, yes, I will. You sure? Yes. So... So should I delete your number now? <laughs> what I'll do is um, give or take right before the holiday season, mm-hmm. we'll have you come back on, see if you still like what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get okay. you in probably all right the first week of December and see you give us the scoop if that's all right. Oh no, that'd be fine. Cause I'm I'm waiting to see how this is gonna turn out too. Cause even I'm nervous a little bit. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm sure it's different than a station. And I was like, we'll see. Cause I think he says we're starting in October for us. So we'll Texas, see. everything's bigger in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I gotta get to finish doing what I'm doing here. I gotta go tend to this Rona. Um, Mr. Mailman Mike Chong if you haven't subscribed to this guy I don't know why you haven't yet he still has good information whatever he posts that's a video that's why I recognize you watch his last video actually the one I think you shared uh huh yeah and then you named and then I think think you named a few more people I was like I need to go find these guys I don't know if I would do a YouTube but just saying (laughs) you ready when you're ready, we don't have anybody that's a mail handler. Just think about that. Mm-hmm. There's very few people 
that are male handlers that have any that have any we got Creole Barbie um and that's the only one that I believe works in the plant Mm. there was one other young lady but she resigned not too long ago so oh yeah she did craft yeah she did I'll give it to y'all. I'll give it to y'all carriers. I really do. Because after being at the state, I was like, I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I started off with pizza, I was like, I couldn't do it. Like, I was in Texas. Like, I probably would have quit the first hot day, first cold day, or first wet day, whichever happened first. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Those days are brutal. Mm-hmm. They does way more than me, though. That's for yeah. sure. But uh, what I thought was funny is the carriers always said to me, it's like, I don't know how y'all do it. Cause they they get in they get shocked at what time we had to be there, and they're like, "Well, we don't know how you do it." And we're like, "Well, we don't know how y'all do it." So we're just, and I was like, "I don't know." That's hot. I was like, "At least, <laughs> at least I'm inside." Right. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of water, Gatorade, and if you have a business route like Mike and I, air conditioning <laughs> helps. <laughs> so. We can't, we can't be we all can't be inside of a truck all day single cab and be enjoying this wonderful sorcery known as air conditioning <laughs> <laughs> not putting what's in the fingers day i used to be so mad the truck driver bringing in the mail oh my god <laughs> at the station i used to be like why are you here right now or why are you early <laughs> i'm like don't come you're bringing too much especially when we get a surprise third truck i was like but i was, I was during covid third truck suddenly started coming i was like oh my gosh and he me and him were cool though so there was we were cool but i'll be like go like we don't we don't want this just take this back we don't want this i get that all the time i get it all the time it's all in good fun yeah the clerks are Oh gosh, I was at a station at a clerk at a station. You're literally like a clerk slash MHA because you're like doing a lot of hands on. I realized they don't do a lot of hands on at the at the plant, but they do get paid more. I never understand that, but that's fine. That is fine. You know what though, AK, I'm gonna chat with you after we're done with this, and maybe we can uh, get another YouTube channel for you. That would be nice. Really would be. It's just uh, just an idea, but I got to get back to finish doing yeah. what I'm doing. Um, oh, yeah. okay. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure having uh, yeah, thank some you. family from around the country, from the east to the west, mm-hmm. straight down to uh, Dallas and Houston and, and, and South Florida, mid Florida and all that good stuff. We will continue. We're going to have a couple more people. Thank you very much, dear. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for your service. Thank you for your service, AK. Yeah, thank you, AK. Thank you for your support. Enjoy. Bye.